JP France on the mound, and what do you know? He deals another W. Gets another quality start. Chas McCormick takes part, and Kyle Tucker brings home the bacon. The Astros win the first of four in Oakland. Let's talk about this on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H Town Wheelhouse Chancy. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. Find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Today's episode is brought to you by JP France. That's right. When you need a great pitching duel, JP France is there for you. And by the way, thank you for being there for us. Uh, thank you for becoming an everyday or somebody that's just there to listen to us um, when we have our good days, our bad days. Just somebody that it, it makes us part of your daily listen, makes us become your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and keep on subscribing. We are almost to 8,000 subscribers. I think we are like 50 away on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, please help us get to 8,000 before this weekend. That'll be a great honor for us. So go and become everyday on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, go ahead and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast and go ahead and make sure you hit that like button uh, throughout the whole live stream or whether you're uh, watching it backwards um, or later on as well. So we're going to talk about today's game. Alvarez, we got some good updates about this. I know he did not play today, but it's not the end of the world. We'll talk about why he did not play. <laughs> JP France, great game. Uh, we finally got to Hogan Harris. Finally. The rest finally. of the league did, but we the Astros finally did. And the Astros are leading in something, some type of stat in Major League Baseball. are doing pretty good. And the um, one pitcher has 99 problems now, uh, but something ain't one. And uh, we're going to talk about that White Sox trade that's kind of trending on Twitter right now. And we'll see if uh, how likely that is to happen. So make sure you stay tuned throughout the whole episode. And let's go ahead and talk about this game. Very little offense throughout the first. I think the Astros only had one hit through the first five inning. Hogan Harris was doing his best Zion impression right. there. But overall, great game. Yeah, Hogan Harris absolutely loves pitching against the Houston Astros. You know, he has a zero ERA against us, and I think the rest of the league is like 6.62 or something ridiculous. But the Oakland A's would actually score first in this game. Um, Seth Brown um, doubled, and, you know, they went up one to nothing. Tony Kemp scored, and it wouldn't be till the sixth inning. It was kind of that late-inning magic again. You wondered if they were going to wait all the way until the seventh inning. Eric, and then you had the six inning Kyle Tucker, um, who drove in two of the three runs for the Astros, doubled, and um, you had Mauricio Dubon score. Um, and then later on, um, you had, uh, let's see, Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman. And the reason why I had to check that is because Alex Bregman's been popping the, I know we had the Grand Slam a few days ago, but 
like he's been popping the ball up a lot. And he squared that ball up number 14 on the season. It was a good home run. You know, this is one of those games where you scratch and claw a victory across and you you basically take it as a feather in your cap. Yes, it's the Oakland A's, but it's a good win because your pitching is what carried you and your offense gave you enough. But, dude, Corey Jolks, like three for four, he could have been today, but he wasn't. He was over four. He had three absolute lasers to the center fielder. And they were all caught. The you first tell one he was, was pissed. He was just he like, was upset. what you do I tell. have to do to get a hit today? You can, Come on. Lopez, yeah, Lopez was rubbing his shoulders like, it's okay, kid. And he just – he had that look. But, you know, this is what happens in baseball. This is, this is why, like, the game can be so humbling. You can have the best hitter. You can have the most, you know, you know hot hitter. You can hit the hardest baseball in all – like, the whole season. And right. still go over. So, look, great win. Um, but if I'm like talking about who my player of the game is, JP France or Kyle Tucker, who are you going with? Because Kyle Tucker drove in two of those runs. If you don't have those two runs, you go to extra innings. Or JP France, another quality start. And we'll talk about him in a second. I'm going to give my player of the game, though, to JP France because this rookie is dealing. Yeah, I think that in this situation where the Astros weren't getting much done offensively, especially against Hogan Harris, who at that point had uh, like two and ten and two thirds innings of um, scoreless baseball against the Houston Astros against the rest of the league. It was like a seven point twenty eight ERA or something like that. And so it was like, why? Why can't why? 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 What's going on here? But in this situation, Kyle Tucker, uh, they, they both, uh, it kind of, it's like they went to opposite field approach. And so that's what Kyle Tucker did. And he found the gap in left field and basically drove the two runners home. And it was, it was a great piece of hitting by Jeremy Pena and Mauricio Dubon, uh, um, getting on base as well. So I think what you saw in that inning was the Astros finally getting to Hogan a little bit and Jeremy right. Pena has been struggling a little bit recently, but so that was good to see him uh, getting that hit. And so I would say JP France did a great job, but he wouldn't have gotten the victory without Kyle Tucker's hit. And in this, in a game like this, where it's just a matter of one or two runs that that's all that matters. Well, you know, hitting wins games and pitching wins championships. And We all know, I mean, going back to the 05 year when they went to the World Series, they didn't have hitting. They had a hell of a pitching staff. But had they had hitting, they would have won some of those games. And that that the World Series, I think, would have gone completely differently. And hey, I mentioned that because Eric, I've got to tell our I've got to tell our listeners about something. On Monday, they have an opportunity to hang out with us and the locked on Rangers host. I'm gonna throw this in there because I want our people to know about it. On Monday night, come hang out with us. July 24th, 6 p.m., sponsored by Academy Sports. On Hang, we will put the we will put the um, put the link up so you can join us. I'll be giving out five free VIP um, access passes so y'all can go in there. We're gonna hang out with Roy Oswalt, Dan Wheeler, Ruben Sierra, and Pudge Rodriguez. So that'll be cool to do that. So come hang out with some Astros legends and some Rangers legends. Talk about the Lone Star series with us on Monday. 
Yeah, and this is a big series. It's not like the series in the, the years in past where the Rangers aren't really that good a team. They're they're a legitimate team right now, and I I think the Rays kind of fell asleep on the Orioles, and the Orioles have overtaken them now for the division. So the uh, Rays, um, hopefully the Astros can do what the Ray the Orioles have done and kind of overtake the uh, Rangers at some point. But the Rangers still have that four game lead, even with the victory today. The Rangers were off right. today. And so the Astros just need to keep on winning baseball, especially against the Oakland A's. Then they'll go ahead and play the four games or three three games against the Rangers. And then you just got to just pray that uh, you overtake them at some point. I know it's not all about winning the division, but uh, the Astros did get a bit of good news today. I know that you went and saw the other day Jordan Alvarez go ahead and play. Um, and I think in his first game, he was, um, he played, he had four bats and he reached base twice, once, once with 108 something miles per hour single off, I think first pitch. And then no, he the was, he was, he was one for three in the game. One for three. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then with yeah. a walk. And oh, with so, a walk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I was going. So four plate appearances and then, uh, yeah. So, um, so he had the day off today and everybody's like, Oh great. Uh, here he goes. The head cold is back. Oblique is, it is bothering him, but Dusty Baker confirmed that this was just a planned day off. This is, uh, there's no reason to go ahead and kind of rush him back. And, uh, they did lay out the rest of the story, the rest of the plan. We'll go ahead and talk to you about that in a second, but having, Alvarez back in the lineup would be like having the right part for your car. And sometimes you can't get that anywhere. So you have to go to space Cowboys lineup and get it in Alvarez. So let's talk about eBay motor. Yeah. For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle, every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay motors. With eBay Motors, eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Uh, don't don't forget to catch out uh, the Astros play the A's again. It's going to be on Friday night. It's going to be 8.40 first pitch. Hopefully it's going to be a short game like it was tonight. Two hours and 12 minutes, but you can catch every pitch of this matchup on SiriusXM. Uh, just download the SXM app and search Astros and hear all the play-by-play coverage. And uh, hopefully it's another victory. The Astros need to get as many wins as we can at this point in the season. You got to go ahead and try to catch up to the Rangers and just get the best uh, record you can. Try to stay in that wild card hunt because the AL East is tough this year, man. Uh, there's a lot of teams in the wild card chase. So you got it. You got to play great baseball from this point on. You can't keep on making bad excuses and everything like that. And JP France just uh, did that job today. But before we get to France, let's go and go back to Alvarez. Um, Dusty Baker said Jordan wanted to play today, but we thought it'd be best if he didn't. 
two days back to back at this point. That's being very aggressive on his usage, but you don't want to see him uh, go backwards. And so I think what the plan is, is they're going to play him on Friday and Saturday, and then he'll probably have an off day on Sunday. Right. Be back in the Astros lineup on Monday oh. versus the Rangers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no doubts in my mind that he'll be there Monday. But it, and that's funny. When I saw the news that he wasn't playing, he literally told the media, oh, I'm going to play tomorrow because he was asked, when are, are you going to play? Yeah. yeah, well, he was like, they were like, when are you going to play in the field during your rehab stint? And he said, oh, tomorrow. I'm playing tomorrow. Like, he was he was dead set. I think for him, he basically, he basically said, um, someone shared this with me, the interpreter didn't give me every bit of information that Jordan gave me in Spanish. And apparently in Spanish, he also added, you know, I would like to be able to get on the plane and go to Oakland and play in Oakland. Like right. basically he's itching to get out on the field. It was great though, seeing him there. He's, he's a man of the people, Eric, he was signing autographs for kids. I mean, he was, this dude is a down to earth guy. And what's amazing is Bregman's home run ties him with Kyle Tucker. They still haven't passed Jordan Alvarez in home runs. And that's how much of a power outage we've seen from this lineup right. that often is known for hitting a lot of home runs. And the fact that they're four games out. But I want to put this in perspective before we go into JP France. I don't know that I'm convinced that I want the Astros to win the division, Eric. I think we have an easier road to the ALCS if we don't win the division versus if we go in as the wild card, because if we win the, if, if we win the division, like go look at who the Rangers will have to face. But if we lose anyways, I just think it might set up better. So I'm not so sure I want to be the division champions this year. It might be better for us. Uh, I'll agree to disagree on that, but that's fine. I think it's always best to be on top and um, maybe try to go for that buy um, in that situation. And but that buy to- week didn't work out for those teams last year, did it? Well, so, so it, just- it doesn't matter. You, you can only do what your team can do, and it's about how good your team is and the team that you put together. And a little bit later on in the show, we are going to talk about some trade talk that's going out there about Mm -hmm. uh, a a hypothetical um, White Sox (laughs) trade that um, we both, I said earlier this week, yeah, there's no way their White Sox are trading both these players, but now there could be a chance that they could be trading these players and the Astros are involved. So we'll definitely get to that in a second. But JP France, JP France is doing what we thought Hunter Brown would be doing this year. Hunter Brown, I don't want to say he's taken a step backwards, but uh, maybe he's hit a rookie wall, rookie wall or something. But uh, uh, go ahead, and you've got some information for us with JP France. No, yeah, JP France now has eight quality starts out of his thirteen starts. So, and then when you go beyond quality starts, you go, okay, who has who has gone at least seven innings this year? Framber Valdez has done it nine times. Hunter Brown has done it five. Right, France is this was his third time tonight. Belak and Javier are both tied for only going seven innings once, which I thought was interesting. But right. tonight, JP France knew that they had a heavy left-handed lineup. And so he went with the changeup because everybody knows that the changeup, when it's going down and away from the hitter, is always tougher to hit. So 35% of his pitches were changeups. 12 of his swing and misses were from those changeups. And that's what was working for him tonight. And he worked the game masterfully you know and 
you know, when you when you talk about um, Kyle Tucker going opposite field and stuff when he produced that offense, even when you try to go opposite field with something going down and away, if that ball is hitting where it needs to hit, I mean, phenomenal job tonight to only give up one run. He did have a few base runners here and there. But J.P. France has just been a dog this year. He has he has gone out there, and you can see when he gets flustered at, like, things that he does. He, he never shows an expression of disdain towards a teammate. But when he walks off the field, he's given up a couple hits or one run. Like, you can tell he's analyzing, okay, I need to fix this. Right. But there's no panic. And that's what I love. I think his time in the minor leagues really helped him. Um, being in there six years has really helped him mature as a baseball player. So he may be a, he may be a big portion of this team going into a, a strong playoff run. Yeah, the eight quality starts um, is awesome too. But uh, he's five and three with a three thirteen ERA and thirteen starts, seventy seven and two thirds innings pitched, fifty five strikeouts, and one point twenty four whip. But what I like about him is I saw this a lot in today's game. Uh, he allows hard contact. It seems like the like they take great swings off of, but it doesn't go anywhere. It it goes right to Kyle Tucker in right field, and it goes right to a. A, a fielder so uh, he allows c- good contact if that's a, if that's a good way to uh, say it and jake myers made a good contact with that wall today and uh, i was just like wow i thought that would be a um home run or something but he went up there and caught that ball and uh, tumbled down Chaz McCormick had a little issue like judging that ball. I know it didn't matter, but it bounced off the top of the wall and, and started going to second base. It probably would have been a double anyway. Yeah, I thought he I thought he was overly aggressive. I, I think the reason why he kept running to the ball, because I watched the replay, I think he thought it was going out. Yeah. If 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 Chaz and that that son was wicked, if Chaz right. was able to read that ball coming down. I think he would have stopped because my initial thought was, Chaz, why did you overplay it? And it's like, oh, well, the ball probably looked like it was going out. And the picture we put on our on our show title page today, dude, Jake Myers catching it in that sunlight, that was a great catch. And, right. and that's the thing. That's the part of Jake's game that a lot of times I probably don't give him enough credit for. I know there are certain people that do. But dude, he's got a glove. He can still catch the ball. I don't. I don't. I don't think his arm is as great as he used to be. But man, he can make the catches when he needs to. Yeah, for sure. So um, definitely, we finally. I already kind of talked about this. We finally got to Hogan Harris. He's not Superman anymore. The Astros. He's not the Astros Kryptonite anymore. So it's good to see him finally do that. It was just like this guy is not that good. But it's just like he was just like blowing the Astros away. I think I saw on. Uh, a baseball savant, he had 16 swings and misses. JP France wow. only had 12, but for to his credit, he was dominating for a while there. Uh, for two games in a row, he was dominating until Kyle Tucker got him. And so, uh, it's just, it's just a matter of time. Sometimes you've got to be patient and wait these guys out. And you know what? The Astros are a great team at that and being patient. And I do want to go ahead and bring up a stat you gave me earlier is that okay. the Astros are lead the major leagues. I think this was before today's game with a uh, 284 batting average with runners in scoring position yeah. and two outs. Okay. That's great. Now, how about you increase it with 
with uh, opposite. So it just seems like they still don't score enough. But well, I just and the reason why I shared that with you that was from from the media notes, um, you know, that I get, and I think it's important to put everything into perspective. Right. This team still has a lot of ability, and whether we go out and we'll talk about that possible trade in the in the last segment, but whether we go out and get someone or not, this team really does offensively have have the pieces to put it together. I still think we're missing on pitching. I still think we need to get a couple arms. I think there's some arms out there that aren't going to cost us a lot. And we, we probably need to, at some point talk about like, like really go into this whole trade deadline, because I think it's going to be pretty whimsical, Eric. I think when it gets right close to the deadline, (laughs) it's going to be crazy. And the possibilities for Houston may be, maybe closer to a reality than we think, but it might be painful too. And you know who the guy is that's leading the way for Houston Astros? It's Jose Abreu with 54 at-bats, with runners in scoring position with two outs, which ranks tied for second in the majors. He's done some damage. He's got he's batting 407 with 33 RBIs and a 796 um, slugging percentage. So um, that's pretty good. And with runners in scoring position, regardless of how many outs, Abreu is hitting 274 with the 881 OPS. So despite all his struggles this year, and he's finally starting to come out of it, Abreu has gotten a job done when when needed with runners in scoring position. So uh, as much crap that we've given him all year, uh, to his credit, he's taken it and kind of built off that. And so uh, the Astros now at the trade deadline have to decide, okay, well, we know what uh, we have. We know what we need to improve upon. And is offense one or is pitching one or is bullpen one or is it all of the above? And so in a second, we're going to talk about a trade idea that's kind of floating out there. Uh, some of it, it may have some merit. I don't know. But uh, we'll talk about a trade uh, talk out there. And it could fix two of the problems for the Houston Astros. But this episode is brought to you by Hooters because it makes you happy. That's right. You need a place to hang out with your team to climb up the AL West and dominate the competition with TVs everywhere. It's not just baseball. You can watch. You can watch UFC. You can watch soccer. Heck, I hear Messi is now in the MLS and him and Cristiano Ronaldo are talking smack between leagues. So maybe go check that out. Monday, you can get buy one, get one wings at Hooters. Tuesdays, $9.99 burger and fries. Wednesday, buy one, get one boneless wings. Thursday, $19.99 wings and big daddy bundle. Friday, $19.83 crab legs. Kids eat free Saturday and Sundays. Every day they have a um, happy hour from 2 to 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. to close. And whether you are in Webster, whether you are in Pearland, Galveston, Sugarland, Stafford, Katie, I could go on and on. There are, there are Hooters all over. But if you're on the south side in Pearland, they're going to have, they have a Toys for Tots toy drive going on right now through the 31st of this month. And then they have a bus trip July 25th, $100 per ticket. The tickets include a wing buffet before departing, ride to the game, tickets to the game, and return to the store. And you get to hang out with the world famous Hooters girls. Great grub, great brews. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And don't forget the Astros play the Oakland A's once again at 8.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Astros. 
right. The Astros got 99 problems, and Ryan Presley is not one. He has 99 saves now on his career. He's trying to reach 100, uh, so hopefully he'll get save 100 tomorrow. But honestly, I hope they have a huge – Two days in a row. Two days in a row. Huge lead. I hope they go out and just like – well, the A's. They need to score some runs. I'm tired of these close games. I'm tired of having to use your high leverage relievers. Dusty Baker is gonna like burn his whole bullpen before um, the postseason, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, uh, I can't throw anymore, Coach." So. Well, okay, so you know, Presley was using Colorado and Oakland tonight. I doubt they'll. I think they'll skip if if they get in a safe situation. I bet you they put Naries in there. But putting him to 99 when he gets to 100, he will reach a club that only three other Astros have reached in Astros history. That's left-handed pitcher Billy Wagner, right-handed pitcher Dave Smith, and right-handed pitcher Brad Lidge. Billy Wagner, 225 saves as an Astro. Dave Smith, 199, and Brad Lidge, 123. So is Presley going to be here long enough to pass Brad Lidge? I'm pretty sure he will. But will he be here long enough to pass Dave Smith at 199? That we'd, he would have to be here for several more years. So I think he can at least climb up to number three before he, you know, closes his career out with with the Houston Astros. But I think that's a that's a great milestone. Eric Presley has been great um, this year, and he's had a couple, you know, hiccups here and there. But you're going to have that in that microcosmic position of being a closer. You're going to do that now. This trade talk stuff. Okay, let me just preface this discussion. Okay, um, we are we are we are not telling you that this is definitely what the Astros are going to do. We are telling you these these are things that people in the media and people that we know are saying about who the Astros are actively pursuing. Now, whether it's realistically going to happen or not, I think this trade, Eric, if it were to go down. It's going to cost you at least seven players and I think two or three major league guys. I'm talking it's going to be a heavy cost to pay. Um, But who is this trade possibility that we're talking about? Well, what if I told you the Houston Astros are interested in trading for Dylan Cease and Lewis Robert? I mean, I would say that's great. That's great. But my, my, my counter, how to much that is, is that muffler going to cost? Me? Yeah. 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 How much, how much, I mean, are you, I mean, you are going to have to give up probably Brown Garcia, which I mean, you would, I don't know if, if you would even go on a trade McCormick Myers, Leon Gilbert. I'm dude, I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to have to stack them high. Right. I just don't think, I don't know, man. Like, my question to you is: Would you would you do it if it if it cost you Myers and McCormick and Hunter Brown and then four other prospects? Would you do it for you a said, top for a for a for a perennial top five center fielder in Lewis Roberts? Repeat the names again: Myers, McCormick, Brown, Garcia. Um, let's go Leon, Eric Getty, and Gilbert. I'm just I'm just throwing names out there. I just I think it's gonna take like seven players to get this done. Okay. 
So um, we're talking about five, four or five years of control for Lewis Robert, who has 23 home runs right now. Um, right. You're talking about Dylan Cease, who was second in Cy Young voting last year, who the Astros can totally fix. Um, and he has, a, what, another year or under control? So um, I think that that could be a lot. But you, the problem is you're, you're going to have to compete against other teams out there. The Dodgers are probably going to be out there trying to throw their best talent out there. Um, Mar- Michael Lorenzen is another guy that we've heard the Astros out and Rays out there targeting. I think John Morosi brought him up today. But to if you get that deal done, it's going to hurt, but it's also going to help you for the next for uh, four years in term or four or five years for Robert. And it's going to help you for the next two years with uh, Dylan Cease. Now, maybe it doesn't cost that much. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting too much stock in Cease and Robert, but I think there are guys out there and people out there that you can get that you don't have to break the bank over, you know, um, Eduardo um, was it Eduardo Rodriguez with the Tigers. I'm not super thrilled about him, but Lucas Giolito, I think, would be a safer play. I think there are bats in other cities that you could probably go get. Um, Jock Peterson would be a Actually, budget move. Two more years of Dylan Cease. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you said that. Um, you, you could get Webb and Jock Peterson from the Giants. Um, right. That would be a much more team-friendly. You could get Giolito um, from the White Sox, and you could grab Bellinger, which people hate the mention of that but you get bellinger from the cubs or you get stroman and then maybe go for robert you know what i'm saying like you could mix it up look i trust dana i trust the astros and i trust that they're going to make a move but i don't think you hurt the long-term status of this team for winning in 2023 right All right Lewis Robert this season is batting 275, 28 home runs. I thought it was 23. I must have <laughs> looked at it wrong. 28 home runs with OPS of 905, OPS plus of 143. This is a star. This is a guy that uh, you have until it says he's a free agent until 2026. He won't be a free agent until 2026. I thought we had him a little bit. I mean, he was signed a little bit longer. Oh, uh, he has a 26 and 27 team option. And okay. uh, that team option would definitely be picked up. Uh, so, yeah. So this is a guy that is a great player. He was in home run derby. Uh, that's when I started to be like, oh, wait, this guy would look good in the Astros lineup. So yeah. uh, the, the good thing is there's options out there. And the main thing we're trying to impart to you, our loyal listeners, our everydayers, um, is that any trade is going to hurt. It's going to hurt either the major league roster. You may have to give up somebody like Chaz McCormick. You may have to give up somebody like Hunter Brown. The minor league roster, you may have to give up somebody like Spencer Arigetti or uh, Drew Gilbert. It's just a matter of the Astros trying to weigh the future for the now. And you're in, in this window where you have this team that's just maybe one or two players away from being a World Series contender again. Because right now, there's still a few missing parts away from that, I think, in my opinion. And offensively, you see them struggling against a team like this. So I think Dana Brown, like you said, is going to make the right decision. But we just got to be patient and just trust and just hope that tomorrow with the Astros, uh, when they play the A's again at 8.40 p.m. Central Standard Time, 
the they play uh, they score a little bit more runs and uh, they do a better job get a big lead so you don't have to re- rely on the same guys and you can catch every pitch on Sirius XM just download the SXM app and search Astros and Brett uh, you have anything else to say no I just think you know hey look not a great win, but a good win. A solid win for JP France. We got three more in Oakland. We're getting primed and ready to finish up the Lone Star Series um, here in Houston. And I want to make sure that Texas knows that we are the varsity squad. They are the little brothers. And we are still the reigning Houston World World Series champions. I almost said World Series champions. All right, thank you so much. I'm H.I. Wellhouse. He's Eric Heisman. This has been another edition of Locked on Astros. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you girls for listening. Thank y'all for your opinions. We love y'all. Come back. We'll see y'all on Sunday unless something crazy happens this weekend. And make sure you go and subscribe to us and help us get to 8,000 subscribers on YouTube and hit like. We'll see you tomorrow or uh, on Sunday. Ghost Troops. Ghost Rose.